0: Thank you for listening to R and R on Relationships. Episode Four. Hi,
1: this is Richard Tatamir,
0: and I'm Rachel Tatamir. Today we are talking about jealousy. Um, so I'm just going to ask Richard a few questions, and then we're going to talk about. Um, some uh ways for the jealous partner to cope because we were talking about how there's always one partner that is a little bit more jealous than the other and then we're going to talk a little bit about how the non-jealous partner can help the other partner with um uh trust gaining trust and stuff like that so my first question is is jealousy ever a good thing
1: I think we've had debates over this ourselves, but often jealousy is just a normal thing. It's very natural. It shows that one person or both people may care um, about their relationship. They're concerned about the the strength of their relationship, what happens to their partner. Um, But also, this is something that varies between individuals, um, when we have trauma, we're often going to be more jealous and that kind of becomes unhealthy or toxic, maybe jealousy.
0: So why, so I guess that goes to the next question, sort of why do people get jealous? Can you go a little bit more into that? So like in our relationship, I would say that I am the more jealous person. So maybe you can use me as, as an example. I'm okay with that. Why do you think people get jealous?
1: I think people get jealous because they ultimately they're scared of their partner leaving them. They're scared of that they are feeling lesser than. Uh, They have less worth. Uh, Sue Johnson, in Emotionally Focused Therapy for Couples and in the book Hold Be Tight, discusses this more. This is a very deep and common feeling for uh, partners. And in some ways it has to do with the strength of our attachment as well if we've had traumas that you know where our parents have left at an early age or weren't emotionally available to us um, we're dismissive of our emotions uh, left us for periods of time without explanations then we're going to be more likely to be jealous in our romantic relationships in adulthood
0: so then if you are the person the non-jealous partner, like I like what you said about people being dismissive in your path. So then being dismissive to your partner who is feeling really jealous or nervous about you going around hanging out with other people, being dismissive would be a really bad thing for that person's needs. okay yeah so let's go into um, maybe how to help. The, those of us who are struggling with uh, jealousy in our marriages or committed relationships.
1: I think the jealous partner or the more jealous partner needs to be able to share what they're feeling. Uh, and normally we say do it in a soft startup and an I feel statement. So I wanted to let you know that I just have been feeling a bit jealous lately a bit insecure you know you're talking to this co-worker or you're out later and I don't want to impinge your freedom or control you but I do need to let you know that this is what my feelings are I'm feeling maybe uh, a bit sad or anxious or angry and I would love if we could have a conversation about it and figure figure out how to do it yeah, Something
0: so like not in an accusatory no, way. I think that's not. The you're always part, going yeah. out. You must I be freaking cheating hate on you. Me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You. Yes. Exactly. Assuming bad intentions. Yeah. Yes.
0: Because you really don't. Um, and then also maybe uh, watching YouTube videos and looking up on Reddit how to tell if your partner is cheating on you would not be helpful. Probably not.
1: Going Okay, through all of their so computer, yes,
0: um, needing to communicate your feelings. Anything else?
1: Well, in order to be able to feel safe to communicate their feelings, they may need to tell their partner what, what they need. Like, this is maybe really uncomfortable for me. Maybe in the past, when I've communicated that I feel jealous, like my partner laughed it off uh, or dismissed me or just like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I need to let you know that that won't work for me very well. We need to figure out a different way together. And I love using we language.
0: Yeah. Um, So then let's say, like, let's go into an example. Let's say um, I'm at home and I know you're out. And you're out, like, really late. And you're out a little bit later than I expected you to be. How would I maybe... Self soothe, or what? What? What could I do to help myself? And I, when I start getting these kind of thoughts and like feelings of jealousy, because like maybe a thought yeah. that comes into my head might be like, "Oh, Richard's coming is not. Richard is home late. He must have been cheating on me." Which is like a ridiculous thought. Like, but mm. I mean, it goes through women's heads. So,
1: mm-hmm. and males' heads too, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So an important thing to remember in the, if you look this up, cycle versus heart on Google for emotionally focused therapy or EFT, it's a great thing. We have it on our own fridge is there's a part about thoughts. Uh, Cause thoughts do drive a lot of what we're, we're feeling. We have thoughts about ourself. So thoughts, you know, I'm, I'm worthless, worthless. Um, I'm not as pretty as maybe this other woman that, He's Mm -hmm. hanging out with Mm -hmm. or or is around him or something. Um, Thoughts about the partner. So my partner must be cheating on me, perhaps. Thoughts about the relationship. Our relationship is not very stable. I might as well just pack up and leave. And, you know, every kind of thought in, in between as well. But these are common thoughts that people have around jealousy.
0: Okay, and so you're talking about the circle of...
1: Yeah, the, the, this, how we get into these angry kind of jealous fights, right? And so you said, how do we self-sue? So if those are the thoughts, we need to kind of flip the script a bit and we might okay. need our partner's help with yeah. that. So we might say, you know what? We first of all need to acknowledge that these might be the thoughts that our partner mm-hmm. has, right? Or we say that for ourselves as the jealous partner. This is, I know these are kind of crazy sounding, but these are yeah. some of the thoughts that come up and we then try to think okay what are the thoughts that would be really helpful for, for for me so maybe it would be around our ourself that you know what i know that i have value as a partner and my partner can reaffirm that we do all need to have, feel appreciation so maybe our partner says you know what and gives us reassurance i do really care about you and i you know love you and this is why i fell in love with you and you know, I'm not thinking about any other woman except you. Right. I've, I've made this commitment to you.
0: I guess my Different question is, like though, like mm. before we even have a conversation, I'm at mm. home by myself and you're out. Mm-hmm. And like, so like mm-hmm. what would so I think that you would have to start then with being OK and having an, like so you and I have an agreement that if I'm ever wondering where you are not to sit and wonder about it to just call mm-hmm. you and ask you where you are what you're doing yeah call so or like, I, I think that would be the first step because i think a mm-hmm. lot of people just don't even go that do that first step okay i need to at, talk to the person or like okay. see where they're at or whatever because that was actually really hard for me to begin with
1: when you Whenever enter i
0: wonder where you were i didn't mm-hmm. i thought it was not okay to call you
1: when you enter a romantic relationship A long-term committed relationship you shift from just being an individual to being a partnership so that means you both will have to stretch in the ways that are most uncomfortable that means you may have to as a non-jealous partner feel some restrictions on your independence you may have to check in a little bit more Uh, and then as the uh, jealous partner it's going to be your responsibility to communicate what's going on for you so both people have responsibility. If you don't want to be in a long-term committed relationship, and you just want to be single, then you don't have to do any yeah, of those things. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm not saying it's appropriate for uh, a non or a jealous partner to to put a GPS tracking device on the person. Yeah. Um, these different things. Th- there's this level of obsession and, and stalking, and yeah. that's not what we're talking about. But. For both people to reach a compromise about what's acceptable for on one side there's a value or need for independence and on the other side there's this need for reassurance and they there has to be some meeting in, in between and some practical things like you said maybe it's a text at a certain time yeah. maybe it's an agreement to come home at a certain time if you're going to be past this time
0: then letting your partner text, know yeah
1: and you can still of course have fun Enjoy your activities, racquetball, whatever it is. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And to understand too that the non jealous partner needs to get it through their head that this is a trauma. Their partner doesn't want to be jealous. No. There's been traumas that have contributed to this feeling of insecurity. Bad stuff has happened to them probably before. And it's not about trying to restrict all of your freedom because I very no. often see that in no. couples therapy. So, The non-jealous partner needs to change their interpretation a little bit.
0: So that is a great segue into the next part of the conversation, which is the non-jealous partner and how can we help them make their partner feel more safe and reassure them.
1: Yeah, so I think a good website to look at would be emotion focused familytherapy.org. And there's two sections in particular, the steps of emotion coaching, and then also therapeutic apologies or relationship repair. And when you're having a conversation or really listening to your partner, you're the listener, if you're the non-jealous partner in this case, Um, though you may have some, you may need to express some things after they're done speaking is the first step is actually noticing that there's something going on for your partner and to treat it seriously so Mm -hmm. step one is attend to the emotion like i see that something is up i see that you're crossing your arms i see that you look extra sad or anxious today you're looking down or all around step two is to name it hey are you anxious what's going on can you let me know um And then step three is to validate the emotion. And this is super, super important. This is actually takes a lot of effort. We have to imagine what it would be like to be our partner, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe we've had times where we were jealous. Maybe we're not as jealous in this relationship, but we've had times where we were. Or we just have a feeling of, of anxiety or insecurity. Maybe that's something we can relate to. Or we just know our partner well enough that we can try to take their perspective, right? So I can understand why you might feel jealous. It's, yeah. It hurts to be, uh, and it's scary to be wondering where I am later at night. You know, if I was in your position, I might be wondering that too.
0: Yeah, so it's like understanding that this person is not, their feelings are not there to hurt you or make you angry. Like, I'm not, yeah. A person's, because yeah. I, I find in a lot of relationships, people get very defensive, like, oh, well, you're just, well, that person's feelings have might have nothing to do with you, but that's right. they're just triggered by something that you're doing.
1: So the big, yes, the big problem where these discussions go off the rails and turn into conflict is that. This non-jealous listening partner, well, is not really listening. Mm. And they over-identify. They think, oh, yeah. she has a problem with, with me. You know, yeah. I'm nothing but trustworthy. I haven't cheated. You know, look at all the effort I'm putting into the relationship. Why does she, she look yeah. at that? And can get really into a negative spiral and, and actually breed a lot of resentment.
0: Yeah, so looking at their feelings as this other thing that you both as a team need to exactly help each other with. Um, mm-hmm.
1: You're working on the jealousy monster yeah. together.
0: Yeah, and then um, learning that this is an attachment style for them. So, you said earlier that um, being jealous has a lot to do with some trauma, which has mm-hmm. kind of formed your attachment into so a more
1: anxious, insecure, anxious
0: or insecure attachment style, fearful of being abandoned, that sort of stuff. So, seeing it that way as this kind of just is this kind of the way that they've been formed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, um, so how could you then as the non-jealous partner communicate better to make them feel, Because the goal is to make this person feel more secure, right?
1: Well, I think I've said the first three steps of emotion coaching, so right. those are important, but then we have step four too, let's get it's kind of getting down to the nitty gritty in one sense of meeting the need. So if somebody is sad, you know, we're, we might soothe or we might give a hug. You know, if they're angry, we might help to set and defend their boundaries. Um, So we can ask our partner, hey, what do you need to feel more safe? Because that's really what the issue is, is to feel more safe and more secure. Yeah, what would
0: make you feel better?
1: So you guys discuss that and you come up with something that is, Agreeable. It might not be make you both perfectly happy, no. but something that is reasonable is agreeable. It may be a bit of a compromise like, you know what? I really do need to stay out till uh, 10. But if I'm after 10, um, I'm finishing notes, you know, in my office and everything like that. It's a long day. But if I'm staying after 10, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. I'm going to send you a text message before ten to let you know that I'll be staying out till Yeah, whatever or whatever time.
0: time or whatever you would agree yeah, to. Yeah, there's so something that you agree, different.
1: send them out a certain amount of text yeah. over the night. Um maybe it's just letting the person know a little bit more about the social plans that you're planning to do, the yeah, people these that are, are, the people there. That are be
0: there. Yeah.
1: And it's also, yeah. you know what, this is you can also look at it as if you were going on a long hike somewhere, you would mm-hmm. have a safety plan. You would let people know where you're going about what time you'd be back because the trauma may be about, it may look like jealousy, but it could also be that maybe you've had partners that have been in an accident or other things like this in the past, past a certain time. Yeah. There's this ominous, vague feeling of something catastrophic happening. Yeah. So as we, it's really important for then the non jealous partner to, uh, Follow through with that. So if they say they're gonna text at 10 p.m., they need to text at 10 p.m. Or the jealousy monster gets its tentacles in there and gets yeah. So then that
0: partner's like, oh, they they keep saying they're gonna be home by 10, and they really do come home at 10. So then that builds. Okay, well, like maybe I then then I can trust them.
1: And those consistent interactions over time, uh, and these good kind of emotion coaching conversations can be powerful enough to actually start shifting somebody's anxious attachment style to a more secure attachment style
0: yeah it's powerful
1: powerful
0: Powerful stuff that's what we're talking about we haven't showed them any of our songs
1: yet Uh, we haven't shown them any of our pop voices Uh, either but that's for another time
0: yeah we also have a a hit album coming out (laughs) just in time for christmas powerful jealousy tips
1: Okay, we're getting now silly. So does that mean we're pretty much done? Yeah,
0: I think we're done. I'm just trying to like lighten the mood for the end of the podcast.
1: This was like heavy duty, guys. So, but thanks you just for made listening. me sing
0: all by myself, and you didn't sing anything. Well,
1: I want to validate your experience that it must have been hard to be excluded.
0: I think you just don't. You're just scared to be overshadowed by my talent.
1: That could be. I could be jealous of it. <gasps> oh. And with that, what do you think? Is it time to end now? Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the listening platform of your choice. You can book a session with Richard by going to relationshipexpertsvancouver.com. That's experts with an S. I work locally in the Greater Vancouver area and internationally over Zoom.